Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to reintroduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers, as we continue with our theme from last time about making and enjoying time for ourselves. Welcome, Caroline. Thanks, Darren. We talked last time about the importance of planning in time for ourselves, especially during a crisis such as the COVID pandemic. One other thing we need to plan in is simply taking time to think about yourself regularly, maybe 20 minutes each day. This is time to pause, to reflect on things you've learnt, who you are and what inspires you, what your purpose is, and to help yourself feel more positive by thinking about the good things you've experienced. Some people like to keep a journal, others like to meditate, and others like to just sit peacefully blocking out the immediate pressures. Experiment a bit and find out what works for you. And have a look at your diary and see what kind of pattern it takes. If you categorise the entries in a way that makes sense to you, for instance, family, meetings, thinking time for work, project time, physical activity, time for yourself, etc., and then pop them into an Excel spreadsheet, you can quickly get a pie chart up that's a visual representation of the slice of time you spend on the various activities as a proportion of the whole. Microsoft also has daily updates on how you used your time when connected, as does your iPhone. Ask yourself the question, are you getting outside enough? Away from the workstation, whether it's a kitchen, bedroom or home office, are you getting enough exercise? Are you actually having time for yourself to do all the boring stuff like doctor and dentist when possible, but most importantly, stuff that's fun and is really for you? Time with a good book or film? Time to cook properly, have a long walk. Whatever makes you relax and feel you've given yourself a treat, but not solely of the consumption kind, of course. It might turn out to be giving to others as well, which isn't associated with your daily routine and commitments, but is still possible in a COVID world, given the technology we're fortunate enough to have. But the focus should be on you in this case, not others. The other side to this is about seizing the day, Carpe diem, as the wonderful Robin Williams says in Dead Poets Society. Think specifically about the things you'd like to achieve in life that would be fun, uplifting and exhilarating for you, and which fit with your values and purpose too, or at least don't clash. Make that bucket list of things to do, perhaps in two columns, one during COVID and the other post-COVID, and check them off one by one. They don't need to be difficult or costly in many cases. And enjoy thinking about what will be possible in the future, but just be careful not to spend your whole time there. George Bernard Shaw wrote, The true joy in life is to be a force of fortune, instead of a feverish, selfish little clod of ailments and grievances, complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. Two phrases here are really important to me. Joy in life and force of fortune. This links to a session coming up on positivity and suggests you should take hold of your destiny. So here I'm looking at what actions you can take that are for you, where you are placed front and centre. Without guilt. With intention. Why feel guilty as long as you're not doing harm to others? As Elizabeth Lesser said in a recent masterclass, do no harm and take no shit. Quote, unquote. If it makes you function overall better as a person, 
there will be benefits for many others spinning off from that. So why not reflect a bit on what would give you joy and how you can be a force of fortune which will help both you and others? And write it down. Make a plan and be ready to follow it. Again, one for current circumstances if restrictive and one for the future when all that's been lifted. This latter will also reinforce a sense of hope and that's something we all need as human beings. Without it, we wither. Ensuring you look after yourself needs structure to make it happen and also support from others. So, share your plans with those you trust and let them tell you what their plans are. One of the big blockers to all this, of course, is guilt, as we touched on last time. There's something about the way many of us are brought up that says we shouldn't spend time on ourselves, as it's selfish. But how can we be good leaders, parents or colleagues, if we don't pay attention to ourselves and ensure we are in the best mental state for others? It really isn't selfish if we think of it in that way. And it starts with being kind to yourself and not feeling guilty about it. So my challenge to you today is, experiment over the next week or two with telling yourself daily, around a hundred times, while brushing your teeth, cooking, cleaning or walking the dog, for example, that you need to come first to serve others. Have a look at your time allocation, that pie chart of activities we spoke about, and your key priorities for the next while, which may not be the same thing. And think about how it would be if you were firing on all cylinders whilst working on those priorities. Then tell yourself that your priority for now has to be to leave guilt behind and allocate some time to and for yourself every day going forwards. It could transform your life. Thanks again, Caroline. It is probably a challenge for many of us to put ourselves first in this way, but it seems to make sense to me when you explain it. We'll be back in two weeks' time, of course, when we'll talk more about life balance. So hoping you can join us for that. Until then, from Caroline and from me, goodbye and thanks for listening.